YouTube family, YouTube, YouTube. It was good. Hey. It was good. You know, our YouTube really been blowing up, man. We've um, seen a lot of you all that come on our YouTube and you say, man, I stumbled across the channel and man, I've been listening for a couple of weeks and now I'm inviting my mom, you know, on the channel to check you guys out. And, you know, so we really appreciate, man, the love um, that you guys have shown us on um on um, the YouTube channel. So we want to definitely keep you guys um, tuning in and listening in. We're going to go ahead and get ready to read off the what we believe, brothers and sisters. So um, we're going to get ready to read off the what we believe. And, uh, oh, you already got it. Yes. <laughs> My brother, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm ready. I told you I'm back. I'm baby. trying to find it so that I can send it to you. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Sister Key Israel said you gained a few pounds, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's it's all right though. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna work it off as soon as I uh get back to work. But it look good on you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> the way it look good on you. I, now I need to lose. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Yeah. All right. The Truth Bible Bible Class is an online social media Bible based ministry. We teach the uncut Word of God as it is written in the Bible. Line upon line and precept upon precept, which can be found in Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Jesus Christ so that through the word of God and the keeping of the commandments, they may receive salvation. <clears throat> Our motto is, if you can't read it, don't believe it. Hold on. Wait a minute, brother. I got to stop you right now. Look who's on with us tonight, brothers and sisters. Sister Margaret Cobb is on with us tonight. Sister, we want you to know that we've been praying for you. We've been loving up on you each and every Tuesday. And I'm glad to see that you are present, sister, and here tonight. Um, this is an extra special night for the Truth Hour to have our sister Margaret Cobb here. Um, just shows you the power of God and how, how good God is. We thank you so much, sister, and we thank God for his grace and his mercy um, and, and for healing. I, I know there's a road that, that one must travel, but at least the process has started. Praise God. I'm sorry, Praise my brother. That's what number right. we at? We at uh, <clears throat> our motto is, if you can't read it, then do not believe it. Don't believe it. What we believe, we believe in the name of Jesus. We have no dispute with the use of other names, but prefer the English name Jesus because we speak English. We believe Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. We believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. We believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. We believe that we, the so-called African-Americans, those who were spread throughout the world through the slave trade, are Israelites and all the Lord's statutes, laws and commandments apply to us. We believe that we must still keep the law to the best of our ability. We believe that we must keep the Lord's dietary law according to Leviticus, the 11th chapter. No pork, no catfish, no shrimp, etc. While you guys are waiting, we believe that we believe that both the scripture, the Old Testament and the testimony, the New Testament must be used when teaching the word of God. You can't be a New Testament Christian or an Old Testament scholar. You must be both. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 8 and 20. We don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service, the Trinity doctrine, the cross or images. Holidays that originate in the worship of other gods, such as Easter and Christmas. These are antichrist, according to the Bible. Mm -hmm. We believe that salvation through Jesus Christ is for all people, no matter what race, color, or nationality. And you can find that in Revelation 7 and 9. That is what we believe here on the Truth Hour Bible Show. So, brothers and sisters, at this time, brothers, if you have a head covering, we ask that you remove it, which falls in line with the ordinances of God. You can find that in the book of Corinthians. <clears throat> and Sister Key Israel, you can post that exact um, scripture. And sisters, if you don't have a head covering at this time, then we ask that if you have one near you, or if you don't have one near you, we ask that you just be in obedience and 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 
line with the ordinance of God and put on a head covering. Now, a lot of people say, well, you know, why does the sisters need head covering? Well, again, it's not on us. This is one of the laws and ordinances of God, but it's a protection, um, sisters. It is a protection that serves as a covering over your head when you're in the presence of the word of God prophesy or are prophesying, and it's to prevent those same angels that approached you in the garden, those fallen angels, from attacking you spiritually, and that lines right up with our lesson for tonight, spiritual warfare. The devil can't win playing God's game. The devil can't win playing God's game. So brothers and sisters, we want to definitely um, deal with this on an in-depth level when it deals with this. And that scripture for the head covering sisters is 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter. So again, 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, <clears throat> you can read that on your own time. But let's get into this word, Brother Messenger. Now, this lesson is designed to expose the mind of Satan because, see, sometimes when we encounter the mind of Satan, we place blame on the host the actual human being that Satan is using, that he has placed his mind inside of. But what we're saying is that let's look beyond the host, okay? And let's deal with this because remember, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in our lesson, when Peter began to be an offense to Jesus, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. So he put the blame on Satan. He didn't put the blame on Peter. And so when you look at this thing and the way we're going to deliver it to you tonight, this is going to make you grow on a spiritual level to a level of maturity. And so that's how you can begin the process of forgiving those who have hurt you, forgiving those who have said things that have offended you or have done things that have offended you. Because you're going to place the blame on who the blame is supposed to be placed on, brothers and sisters. And Jesus knew that. And this is why he wanted us to practice forgiveness. Now, again, the mind of Satan is whoever contains that mind that has an opposition to God. Now, there are those who not only don't believe in the word of God, but there are those who work to get others to not believe in the word of God, brothers and sisters. That is anti-Christ or against Christ. It's almost like, I don't like you, Sister Key, so I'm going to talk to the brother messenger so that I can get the messenger not to like you too. You ain't did nothing to the messenger. <laughs> right. Y'all ain't had no relationship problems, but I'm hating on you, so I'm going to try to get everybody else that I know to hate on you too. That's how people do against Jesus, brothers and sisters. They don't believe, so they work hard to get other people not to believe also. Now, this is Satan's way of robbing you of your salvation. He will use me mm -hmm. to make the messenger lose his found, uh, uh, salvation. And, and, you know, the sad part about that is it's working. Yeah, yeah. That's the sad part mm -hmm. because again, you got an issue with Sister Key. Mm -hmm. How his how is your issue my issue? But if you're not grounded in your faith, if you're not grounded in what you believe, then you're gonna be easily influenced by what ice because me and ice like this. Mm -hmm. So if he say, Man, I ain't rocking with Sister Key right now, well, I'm gonna be like, Well, you need to go fix that. Because I'm grounded. You right. can't, he can't put it up on me. But it's a lot of people out here that Satan is able to influence by other people's issues. Wow. Wow. And that's why we need to get strong on a spiritual level. Yes. Even if you're strong on a mental level, if you ain't strong on a spiritual level, you are still vulnerable. Yes. For Satan's attacks because his attacks are going to come spiritually. Mm. And they're going to come swift. And they're going to come swift. Now, brothers and sisters, don't allow the spirit of Satan 
in you or in others to cause you to lose your salvation. Let's go to Genesis, the first chapter. Mm. We want to start this thing by laying a good foundation, brothers and sisters. We're going to start at the beginning where the opposition to God was first exposed. In the beginning where the opposition to God was first exposed. Let's go to Genesis 1 and 1. I want to show you something here. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Go ahead. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So let's stop right there. We know that God was there in the beginning and God is uniplural and it represents a family. Yes. And if you go to John 1 and 1, it will show you who God was since it's uniplural, mm-hmm. almost like the Chicago Bulls. That's right. All right. It's one team that consists of several players. That's right. God is one family that consists of two. And you can find it in the book of John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So we know that there were two here in the beginning, although it didn't mention them separately. It mentioned them as one under one title, God, because they both go by the same title. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So both of them were God. They shared the same title. Okay, but now. We want to show you this, something that happened before we get to the next verse, because we know what the next verse say. And the earth was without form and void. We don't even want to go there right now. Mm. We right. want to show you how the earth became without form and void. What happened to make the earth become without form and void? Let's go to Revelations, the 12th chapter, verses three and four. Revelations, um, the 12th chapter, verses three and four. Go ahead. And there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So, brothers and sisters, there was something that happened. There was war that broke out in heaven. Mm-hmm. Satan and his angels were kicked out of their natural estate, their first estate, heaven, and they were prisoned mm-hmm. here on earth. Now, you guys have seen the Superman movie <laughs> and K- Kalel, which is Superman or Clark Kent, right? Mm-hmm. They lived on Krypton. <laughs> but whenever they wanted to imprison someone, they would send them to another planet. planet. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's what happened with this. Satan was sent and his angels were sent to the planet Earth. Right. Right. I think we should interject seven through nine right here. Let me see if we got it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sister Key, we just going to add Revelations 12, 12, seven and nine, seven through nine. There you go, my brother. All right. And it reads. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought in his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He deceived how, how many? How? The whole world. Oh, so if you think that you're living on this world, uh, on this earth, and you have not been deceived at one time or another, then you are lying to yourself. <laughs> He was cast out into the earth Uh and his angels were cast out with him. So, brothers and sisters, now we're going to back that up Mm -hmm. and we're going to go to the book of Isaiah, the 14th chapter. We're going to back that up and go to Isaiah, the 14th chapter. We're going to double down on what we just read, because, again, since before the creation of man, Satan had weakened life here on earth. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. There was life on earth that existed before Adam, but whatever life that was here on earth that existed before Adam, the Bible does not call man. Man does not start into Adam's creation. That's right. But whatever was here before Adam was weakened by the imprisonment of Satan here on this earth. Let's go for, forward, brother. Um, again, let's find out why he was kicked out. Isaiah 14, 12 through 15. Isaiah 14, <clears throat> 12 through 15. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, 
son of the morning. How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nation? Mm. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. So wait a minute. Satan is saying, I'm, I want to go to heaven. I'm going to ascend unto heaven. Wait a minute. Isn't that what they say at the funerals? <laughs> we want to put our loved ones in heaven. Brothers and sisters, the only one in the Bible that wanted to go to heaven was the one who was kicked out of heaven, which was Satan, the devil. God tells us and shows us in his word, Revelations, the 21st chapter, verses two and three, that what's up there, the holy city, New Jerusalem, yes. will be coming down. Yes. So that's what you call learning something on the way to learning something. Satan said, I want to go to heaven. We start repeating what Satan said because we don't know no better. When Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer himself that thy kingdom come, the kingdom is coming. So you ain't got to go up there to access it. It's going to be brought down here to you. Did you finish that up? No, I need to keep going. Okay, go ahead. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of congregation in the sides of the north. Mm -hmm. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So he want to be like God. That was his issue. He wanted to be like God, brothers and sisters. And he wasn't created to be that. He was created to be a ministering spirit, brothers and sisters. Yeah. As it says in Hebrews, the first chapter, he was created to be a ministering spirit. When has God at any time ever called any of the angels or told them, you are my son? This day, read that on your own, brothers and sisters. But let's go to Genesis back to Genesis, the first chapter. Mm -hmm. So now, after God created the heaven and the earth, yep, he created beings that occupied heaven and he created beings that occupied earth. Man ain't created yet, brothers and sisters, but whatever was here was defiled by Satan and the angels that were kicked out of heaven down to this earth. And then let's see what happened once they got down here to this earth. What happened to the earth at that time? Genesis chapter one, verse two. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So here it is now. <clears throat> the earth was without form and void, brothers and sisters. That means it was useless. And then it says the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. So we can go into Jeremiah and, and, and show you a little bit more of the creation story. But I don't want to go there right now, brothers and sisters. We're dealing with spiritual warfare. Right. So the spiritual warfare actually started in heaven and it was brought down here to this earth. So now. God is dealing with this man now. He's creating man. He's telling man, I want you to be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Well, wait a minute. Why would I need to replenish the earth if I'm the first one here? <clears throat> Re means to do it again. Come on now. Now, Adam and Eve, ironically, was given the same instructions that Noah and his three sons were given. Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. You can read that in Genesis, the ninth chapter. So we know why Noah and his three sons were told to replenish the earth. Because what was on this earth was destroyed by a flood. So now, here it is. Adam is coming to play. And he's told to replenish the earth the same way that Noah was told, although Noah was a long time after Adam, we got to figure out now what was before Adam. The Bible don't say, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. but we know that something was here. The <clears throat> Bible don't say. So let's go now to the book of Ezekiel. Satan is like someone who has had a job and messed it up. Uh, Sister E. Key want us to confirm that to make sure that's the right one. Um, Satan is like someone who had a job, a good job, and messed it up. We look at these um, entertainers, 
who got riches and fame only to be reduced to shame, brothers and sisters. How can the creation desire to rule over the creator? So we got to figure some stuff out. So no matter how gifted we are, always remember that our gift comes from God. Stay humble. God tells Satan through Jesus, you deceived in heaven, you deceived in the garden. Now I have a death sentence waiting on you. So we're going to go to the book of Ezekiel. Let's go to the 13th chapter, Brother Messenger. Yes, yes. And I, I, I think um, the scripture that I'm looking for might be Ezekiel. Um, 13 we read it a lot and I think that we just reversed it um, brother message, messages so let's go to the book of Ezekiel Ezekiel the 13th chapter and uh, let's see okay sister key is real let me see let me look that up real quick we're going to find it and we got it, Brother Messenger. So let's go to book Ezekiel 28, 13. Oh, that's where we at. Oh, that's where we at? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 28, sister, um, uh, Ezekiel 28. Yeah, 13. Yeah. Let's start at 13 and read down. Right. And let's find out what God said to Satan for deceiving his creation of human beings in the garden. Go ahead. Thou hast been and eat in the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. So he was beautiful. He was a beautiful angel to the sight. Go ahead. The sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the bear of the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, mm -hmm. and gold, and the workmanship of thy tabernacle, and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Thou art the anointed cherum that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountain of God. Mm -hmm. Thou has walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. So when I created you, I created you perfectly. Okay. You were Lucifer. But how did Lucifer become Satan? Go ahead. Till iniquity was found in oh, him. Oh, so that's how Lucifer became Satan because iniquity was found in him. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. So I got to back up for a minute, Brother Messenger. Okay. Because if iniquity, iniquity was found in him, iniquity is sin. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. The definition of sin is transgression, transgression. of the law. Mm -hmm. So there had to be law in heaven. Even before law was pertaining to man here on earth. So that's the only way you can sin is if you're breaking law. So iniquity was found in Satan, brothers and sisters, because he transgressed the laws of heaven. Mm. So that tells me if people today mm -hmm. have it confused when they mm. say we're under grace mm. and we're no longer under the law, mm. because if sin still exists, then law still exists. Then the law must still exist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got to, brothers and sisters, we got to do our homework. We, we, we've we got to read this Bible because these, I'm not going to say all of them, but most of these pastors and preachers are not teaching the written word of God. And they're interpreting the word when the Bible says what God's word is not subject to any private interpretation. Mm, mm. So we have to read this word and, and study to show thyself approved. Mm. Come on now. All right, let's go. So uh, you finished it up? Uh, no. 19? Okay. I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on uh, 16. Okay, let's go. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled in the midst of thee with violence and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings, mm. that they may behold thee. 
Thou hast defiled the sanctuaries by the multitudes of thy iniquities, by the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore will I bring forth the fire from the midst of thee. It shall devour thee, and I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. All they that know thee among the people shall be astonished at thee. Mm. Thou shalt be a terror and never shall there be any more. So he knows, brothers and sisters, <laughs> what his fate yeah. already is. Mm -hmm. It is laid out. It is the word of God and it cannot be changed, brothers and sisters. He already knows what his fate is. OK, <laughs> so now he's trying to take as many people with him as he can, knowing where he's going. Okay, to the lake of fire, as the book of Revelation, the 20th chapter say. So we're going to go to the book of Deuteronomy. Okay. The fourth chapter. Now, the mind of Satan has now been transformed into the mind of man. Again, the mind of Satan has been transformed now into the mind of man in order to take God away from you. One must first remove his word from you. Mm. In order to take God away from you, he first got to remove his word from you, which will also remove your faith and your belief. Come on. I've heard some people say, well, God ain't spoke to me. God, where you at? Just mm. like my peace ego. God, where you at? I've been trying to talk to you. You ain't you ain't you ain't communicating with me. Mm. That's because somebody took the word away from you. Now that they've taken the word away from you, you feel like God is being taken away from you. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, mm -hmm. verses one and two. Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, verses one and two. <clears throat> go ahead, my brother. Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment which I teach you, for to do them that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers giveth you. Now, what about the word? Are we supposed to add to it? Are we supposed to remove from it and take away from it? Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish out from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. So when somebody tell you, well, you ain't got to deal with that old Old Testament and you ain't got to be worried about that law, you ain't got to be... That's anti-Christ, brothers and sisters. That is against what the Lord just told us in his word. So the first thing that people will do is try to remove God's word from you. And this is how they remove God from you. So now you can understand why people's faith are shaken, why they are discouraged, why they are disappointed, why they are frustrated, why they are upset and going through things in their life. They have allowed someone to remove God's word from them. And we're going to get into some other things and some other issues as well. But let's go to the book of Psalms, the 12th chapter. Verses six through seven, spiritual warfare. The devil can't win playing God's game. Psalms 12, six and seven. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them. O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. How long? Forever. Forever? Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Forever, brothers and sisters. <laughs> and that's a mighty long time. And I'm here to tell you. I'm sorry. That was a little bit of Prince. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, my that's brother. That's it. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> so his word is preserved forever, brothers and sisters. So when someone comes and say, well, you know, we don't have to um, honor that anymore. Come on, brothers and sisters. You got to recognize the spirit of Satan. It might come in the form of your mama. Hmm. It might come in the form of your daddy, your granddaddy, your, your co-worker, your wife, your husband. You got to know what to receive and what to reject, brothers and sisters, even if it's coming from the closest person to you. Now, we ain't got personal yet, but let's keep on, move on moving on. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter. Now, when you begin to when you begin the process of changing God's word. To fit your own personal situation. Mm. 
Mm. Like Satan, you become an op in opposition to God. That's right. This is most dangerous for others and for you because it could potentially rob you of your salvation. Now, I've been guilty of this too, brothers and sisters. You've ever tried to make God word fit your personal situation? Hmm. Yeah. You well, you know, God, you know, he he know, he understand. We talk to each other. He understand. No. The same word that applies to everybody else applies to you. There are no exceptions to the rule. Now, this right here has really helped me really understand my job as a union steward on my job. Hmm. We're in the process right now of contract negotiations. Okay. And when I'm representing people in front of management, they pull out the contract. Come on. And the contract <laughs> says that if you are one minute late, then you are tardy. And you can only have so many tardies within a six month period. Mm. So when I'm going in there and I am representing our members, they say things like, well, traffic was bad that day. Or they say things like, well, you know, I've been going through a lot of things in my life and, you know, um, that's caused my attendance to fall off. I understand that. That don't change the rules, though. <laughs> so if management don't have sympathy for you and show you grace, mm. if they don't have empathy and sympathy for you and show you grace, then that law, you fall under the law. And under the rules of the contract and the contract states that if you violate this attendance policy, then I can discipline you for it. Consequences. There's consequences. Now, that might not be the morally right thing to do, according to you, but it is the law that governs not only you, but everybody else. So if an exception is made for you, then an exception has to be made for other people, too. And, you know, what's so important about what you just said is those contracts and things that those are binding and you when you sign on to that job when you say you love Jesus <laughs> you, you the contract is already signed you are committing committed to the contract, contract of this word when you Absolutely. say you love Jesus yes, you Lord. are committing to this contract right now we know that we all fall short of the glory of God and our righteousness is as of filthy rags we know that but that's when you go and you pray and you ask for forgiveness and then you get back up and you go back and walk on the right path. But there's penalty for breaking the law, brothers and sisters. There are many people like David that expressed his sorrow for breaking the law. Mm. The Lord said, OK, David, I'm going to forgive you, but give me your son. Hmm. Okay, David, I'm, I'm going to forgive you, but 100,000 of these Israelites got to die. I'm going to send an angel. So, yeah, the Lord will forgive you, brothers and sisters, but there's still consequence that comes with breaking the law. So we want to be wrapped up in the word and know the word because that empowers us, brothers and sisters. So don't let Satan come in the form of other people to tell you that you don't have to do certain things anymore. Did we read 11, Brother Messenger? Uh, Matthew. 24, no. 3, and we did 3 and 5. Did we do 11? No, we didn't do 11. Okay, let's do 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about now, brothers and sisters. Now, let's go to Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses uh, 6 through 8. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses 6 through 8. We're talking about spiritual warfare. The devil can't win playing God's game. Let no man deceive you with vain words. Mm -hmm. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Mm. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So, brothers and sisters, this goes on two different levels. Number one, be the example. 
because mm. you are a child of light. That's one example. The other example is when you face darkness, you don't get dark yourself because you are face, facing darkness. You don't get dark yourself. That's why we say that the devil can't win playing God's game. Now, I want to give you a couple examples because the, the messenger was the one who came to me and told me that when his uh, father-in-law and mother-in-law died, the family came out of the woodworks. Hmm. There was property issues that took place and 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 things that some of the business were not taken care of. Brother, you can speak on that a little bit better than I can, but it's something about tragedies when they happen. And when family have to come together after a loved one dies, sometimes the character of the people in your family really come forth, brothers and sisters. And you still got to be the light in the midst of the darkness. That's why that scripture in Ephesians is so important and it takes on a dual role. Be the light, brothers and sisters, which means be the example of God That's right. in you. But also when you encounter darkness, how are you going to deal with that darkness? When you encounter that darkness, you got to deal with it with the light of God. Talk to him, brother messenger. Well, I, I'm just I'm really just going to say, you know. When tragedy hits, as I stated, you know, you got a lot of people whose true feelings and true uh, everything just come to the surface and they challenge you at every turn. Mm. They give you all kind of problems and all kind of grief, but you still have to stand strong because there's businesses that need to be taken care of. There's things that need to be done in order for the estate of the, that person, that loved one, to be, to be handled. And if you succumb to their darkness as they bring it, mm. nothing would ever be done. And I'm telling you, it is a test that I pray that nobody has to endure. And I'm going to say this publicly on this show because it has taught myself and my wife with the tragedy of our loved ones. It's taught us to get our own affairs in order. If you listening today do not have an estate plan put together, I'm telling you, you need to do it. I, I will put the information in the box at the end of this show, but I'm telling you the wolves will come out. Ooh. I'm going to call them wolves in sheep clothing. Mm. They will come out and they will come at you. They will give you all kind <clears throat> of pushback. You know, people that you expect to, that they're supposed to be there to help you mm. get through this. Mm. Those are the main ones causing you extra grief. Mm. Those are the main ones stopping your progress while you trying to handle business and manage your emotions. Mm. because they want you to manage their emotions as well. Wow. Wow. So brother, brothers and sisters, we want you to understand that you will encounter these things, um, um, brothers and sisters out there. And they're going to come to, from some of the people that are, that are Close. closest to uh -huh. you. Some of the people that are closest yes, to you. Yes, so how do you, manage those hurtful words that are being said to you in your time of grief? Mm. Coming from a member of your family who's supposed to love you and supposed to be comforting you at this time. And you're supposed to be working together to get through this process, brothers and sisters. But that's where your test comes in. At. And you got to pray, brothers and sisters, for forgiveness for that particular person. And you got to say, just like Jesus said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Don't look at the person, brothers and sisters. Look at the spirit that's contained inside of the person like Jesus did with Peter. So let's go to 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 4. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verses 1 through 4. Let's go, my brother. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, 
neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us. Wait a minute. Neither by what? Neither by word. Neither by word, neither by spirit, spirit, brothers and sisters. We're talking about spiritual warfare. See, we really discount spirit because it's something that we can't see. Mm -hmm. hmm. We look at the physical person. We look at the things that are being done, things that are being said, but we don't look at the spirit. We discount the spirit because many of us really don't believe that there is a spiritual warfare and an attack on us and how these fallen angels that came out of heaven with Satan is around this earth busy, brothers and sisters. They are busy and their job is to deceive you, but man is only affected by man, brothers and sisters. So they have to use someone to put their spirit inside of in order to get to you. Let me say this. Brothers and sisters, I want you to be careful of who you allow to do this. Mm. Mm -hmm. Who are you listening to? Mm -hmm. You know that what they're saying isn't right. Morally, spiritually, you know it's not right, but because of the person that's saying it. Maybe they got status. Mm. Maybe they're well known. But you know what they're telling you goes against what your heart is saying. But, Brother Messenger, <laughs> let me let me yep. let me say something with that. Mm, come on. Bring it. If you got a little hater inside of you, oh my God. But if you got a little hate, hater. hater and a little hate inside of you, all it takes is a person to come and cultivate that mm. and to make it grow. Now, there's no way that you can feel a certain way about me based on what somebody said if you wasn't feeling it already. Oh my God, come on. If you wasn't feeling it already, can't nobody come and send you off. But you had to be already feeling something inside of you in order for Satan to send that messenger to speak it to life inside of you. Now it's grown inside of you. Oh. So you got to suppress that little hater inside of you, brothers and sisters. Mm. The on. devil can't win playing, playing God's, God's game. game. Come on, I can't win playing God's game. We're talking about spiritual warfare. What we at? Second Thessalonians <laughs> yeah, 2. Yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, verse 3. This is getting good, brothers and sisters. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except they are coming to fall in a way first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God. See, the son of perdition is not just a being, it's a spirit. That's right. It's whatever opposes God, brothers and sisters. It is a spirit. And if you allow that spirit to be inside of you, you will find yourself opposing God and becoming antichrist. Mm. And a son of Satan. Or a daughter of Satan. Because Satan got children too. That's right. You are of your father. Satan the devil. Uh, and and, and uh, I'm not quoting it correctly. I'm paraphrasing. And he said the works of your father you, you will do. That's right. Go ahead hmm. and finish reading. Brother. <laughs> Man, this is good. It said, who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worship? So that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So this is talking about the man of sin who is going to be revealed, brothers and sisters, to kick off the great three and a half year great tribulation period. That's something that's yet future. But we're talking about that same mindset, brothers and sisters. Jesus said, let this mind be in you the same that was in Christ Jesus. Right. That's right. Let this mind be in you that say that was in Christ Jesus. Satan also is trying to put his mindset in you as well, brothers and sisters. Now, we are all under attack. Mm. Matthew 16, we are all under attack. 
whether you are in the word or not, you and I are not exempt from Satan's attacks. Always be on guard lest you become a devil. <laughs> Always be on guard lest you become a devil. Matthew 16, 13 through 23. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they say, some say that thou art John the Baptist, mm -hmm. some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Mm -hmm. I hear what other people are saying, but you've been walking with me. So I want to know from you who you say I am. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell should not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. So now, Peter, you my man, Peter. You just told me something that I know no man could have told you. No man could have showed you. Only my father could have showed you who I actually am. Peter, you the man. I'm making you my chief apostle right now. That's right. And upon this rock, talking about himself because Jesus is the rock, I'm going to build my church. But right now, Peter, you the man. I'm putting you over all the disciples. You're going to be the chief apostle. You see how he's pumping Peter up? He... he he just pumped up Peter, right? Mm -hmm. But check this out. He come right back behind pumping up Peter and look at what happens. Go ahead. Then charged he his di disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes. So wait a minute. Here comes Satan. Here comes Satan. Jesus is explaining to his disciples, hey, I got to be captured. I got to be tortured. I got to be killed. And then I'm going to be raised again. Right. Hmm. That's my mission. That's why I came to this earth, because if I don't die, if I don't allow myself to be killed. Then I can't take away the sins of the world. Hmm. That's my duty. That's my job to do that. Yes, sir. But look at what Peter said. Go ahead. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, it shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter. Now, wait a minute. Peter said, I ain't going to let this happen to you. Don't you know if Jesus didn't die for the sins of the world that we could not be redeemed as human beings? Peter is trying to stop that. But it's not Peter that's trying to stop that. Satan has been using Peter's emotions his pride. to try to get him and his love for Jesus to try to get him to prevent Jesus from dying for the sins of the world. <laughs> but Jesus recognized it and you got to recognize it. Even when somebody come to you in your love and say, you know what? They ain't no good. If, if I was you, I wouldn't get them nothing. If I was you, I wouldn't even talk to them. If I was you, you've heard that before. If I was you, well, you're not me. And I'm not going to do what you would do. I'm going to do what God would want me to do. So let's see what he told Peter. Get thee behind me, Satan. Uh-oh. Thou art an offense unto me. For thou art savorous, not the things that be of God, mm. but those that be of men. So he told Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, because he knew that it was Satan that was coming to him through Peter. 
So, brothers and sisters, how many times have Satan come to you through the people that you love? And you got to say, get thee behind me, Satan. He didn't throw away Peter. He threw away the mindset they had got into Peter at that time. So don't throw away the people that you love, brothers and sisters, because they've said some things to you that have been disrespectful that have been offensive. Don't throw away your loved ones. Throw away the spirit and the mindset that's in the loved one. And I'm not saying that you got to deal with them up close and personal, but give them time. Give them time for God to work on them. Maybe God has allowed Satan to go to, um, go to them, to use them to test you. Like he did, Job. God allowed Satan to use Job's wife to test his servant Job. We got all these examples, brothers and sisters, all these examples in this word. And if he did it to his greatest prophets and his greatest men of God, what makes you think he's not gonna do it to you and I? You can't say that you love God and expect not to prove that love and expect not to be tested. Brother Messenger, let me see. We at 755. We got to close this thing out, Sister Key, man. We got so many scriptures up in here that I wanted to use. But let's go ahead to John, the 14th chapter, Brother Messenger, John, the 14th chapter. Now, if Satan influenced angels and got them to rebel against God, mm. The angels were perfect, brothers and sisters. Listen to me well. If Satan influenced angels and got them to rebel against God, then what chance do you and I have? We have the same chance that the angels had, brothers and sisters. We must stay with the son, even Jesus. He is the only way to salvation. Satan ain't never came to die for us so that we may be redeemed. And ain't nobody else ever came to die for us so that we may be redeemed. Don't allow Satan, be it through your loved ones or things that you love, rob you of your salvation. Mm. He is an opposer of God and a robber of your salvation. His mind is the mind of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. As we stand here today and celebrate or commemorate or memorialize the hundredth year anniversary of Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. where over 300 black people was massacred in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Bombed by white supremacists. Yeah. Businesses destroyed. Why they say you black people are lazy and you always depend on government assistance. Where here was Black Wall Street, where in one community you had your own bank, you had your own cleaners, you had your own movie theater, you had your own grocery stores, you had your own hardware stores, you had your own beauty salons and barbershops. Everything that we needed, we provided for ourselves. But again, Satan's mind is the mind of white supremacy, is the mind of black on black crime. Yes, indeed. We can't say that black lives matter and expect it not to matter to us. <clears throat> it got to matter to us first. Period. Over 60 something people murdered in Chicago in the month of May. But we crying out Black Lives Matter. And that's by the hands of us. It got to matter to us first, brothers and sisters. <laughs> His mind is the mind of chemical poisoning of our food and water system. We know that we must let this flesh go eventually, brothers and sisters. We will die in this flesh. Mm or be changed in it. But if we stay with Jesus, we will live again and have everlasting life. This is our hope. This is our faith. This is why we constantly come here to you every Tuesday and bring you this word, brothers and sisters. 
If we didn't believe that, then why would it? Why would we be here if we didn't believe that? So again, if we stay with Jesus, it is our belief that according to the word of God, that we will gain everlasting life. And I will leave you with, with, with this one question. Do you really love Jesus? Do you love Jesus enough to feed your enemy if he's hungry? To give your enemy something to drink when he's thirsty. To forgive those who trespass against you. Do you really love Jesus? Let's go to John 14 and let's read verse 6. John 14 and let's go to verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, mm -hmm. the truth, and the life. No man coming unto the Father but by me. So we can't come to the Father except we go through Jesus. And in order for us to go through Jesus, then we have to be in compliance with his word. Let's go to verse 15, Brother Messenger. If you love me. Do what? Keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Well, wait a minute. We ain't got to follow by those old commandments no more. That's in the Old Testament. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take this book and I'm going to rip out. No. The book of Genesis <laughs> to the book of Malachi. Man. I'm going to take it all out. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you the Bible from the book of Matthew oh, no. Oh, no. to the book of Revelation. But Jesus is saying, if you love me, keep my commandment. If you're removing the commandment, you can't keep it. And if you can't keep it, you don't what? Love Jesus. You don't love Jesus. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Let's go to 21. John 14 and 21. He that have my commandments and keepeth them, mm. he is that loveth me. So you don't love Jesus if you don't keep the commandment. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. Mm. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So if you get Jesus's love, you get the father's love. But you can't get Jesus's love unless you keep the commandments. Let's go to verses 23 and 4. 23 and 24. Uh -huh. Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, mm. he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Brothers and sisters, what we're saying tonight on this Bible class, Truth Hour, there is a spiritual warfare going on. Now, we know about putting on the whole armor of God, but people really don't understand what that armor is. The armor is the word of God. And 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 reading the word of God is one thing. Learning the word of God is one thing, but applying the word of God to your everyday life is a whole nother thing. Mm. So we want you to hold on, brothers and sisters. And stay in control over your emotions, which is your flesh. Your flesh is easily to get hurt. Your feelings is is your feelings are easily to get hurt. But we're saying, brothers and sisters, don't allow your flesh to control your spirit, but allow your spirit to control your flesh. Brother Messenger, last word. My last word is this, brothers and sisters. Um, again, it is a blessing to be before you tonight. And the devil didn't want him to come back. Oh, man. I'm All kind of excuses. Everything was just going. I'm telling you, it was just a lot of stuff. But again, when you press toward that mark of a higher calling um, and you keep going, God will find a way when you do just that, allow your spirit to control your flesh. And I want to just encourage you all to know that when we are here and we're reading this word as it is written and we're telling you what thus said the Lord, I know some people listening might be um, kind of discouraged because they feel like I can't do all of what this is saying and I, I just can't stop this or I can't stop this or I can't. It's not about that. You're going to stop eating pork in, 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 in God's timing. He's going to take the desire out your mouth if that's your desire to, to follow his laws and his commandments. It's not going to happen overnight unless God wanted to. So you know that it is a process. 
this word is a process and I want you to just start the process. Mm -hmm. And if you start the process and you take one step, I know God is going to meet you two and three steps ahead. And let me just say this. If it's not convicting your spirit, then that's the problem. If it's not convicting your spirit, when you do these things, if it's not troubling to you, if it's not convicting your spirit, that's what you really have to worry about. Yes. But again, this word is so important and so vital because without it, I promise you, I would not be sitting here. I would probably be in a mental institution because the things that my wife and I and my family have endured, it's just so overwhelming that most people that we even have to tell that this is what happened, they are in like total shock and disbelief and we're living it. But God is with us. And we keep pressing, we keep pushing, we keep reading, we keep encouraging each other. So when you have somebody that you can lean on that is grounded in this word, attach yourself to them. And we appreciate you all attaching yourself every Tuesday to come and hear what thus said the Lord as it is written, brothers and sisters. Again, I'm going to reiterate that. As it is written, we do not have time for the prosperity teaching. We don't have time for that because we know not the hour. I'm telling you, we know not the hour. Life, there's a time a man is appointed to live and there's a time you're appointed to die. What are you going to do in between that time to secure your salvation? Start the process, brothers and sisters. On that note, brothers and sisters, what we want to say to you is that if you are watching via um, Facebook, then please go to our YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Truth Hour TV. Again, Truth Hour TV. Please go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you are on YouTube and you are watching this um, powerful Bible class tonight, then go to Facebook and like our Facebook group page, The Truth Hour Bible Show. The Truth Hour Bible Show. If you would like to be added to our text message, invite, reminder list, then text your name and the keywords Truth Hour. Text your name and the keywords Truth Hour to 312 719 7310 312-719-7310. Brothers and sisters, um, I want to thank you all for um, supporting your brother and the new album that I have. Many of you all have purchased a copy of my new album. Um, um, And if you have not done it and desire to do so, then um, definitely support your brother um, Sister Key Israel uh, has decided that amongst the double albums, the double album amongst the two albums, her favorite album right now is Insurrection. So uh, she could tell you more about that and give her feedback on that. Also, we have the new shirt. Uh, can you grab the shirt, Brother Messenger, right there? Some of you all have put in orders for the new shirt, and we appreciate that. Now, this is going to show backwards because um, on here... On this platform, it shows backwards, but it says biblical Christianity is unpopular. Popular Christianity is unbiblical. Truth hour. The shirts are 25 with shipping. It's 35. And uh, I want to say Sister Miranda um, Turner. um, I just got the new shirts in. So I will be shipping your shirt out in the morning. Sister wanted a size large. And so we just got our new shipment of shirts in and I will be shipping more shirts out tomorrow. So if you want to place your order with me, definitely place your order with me and um, you, your shirt can be shipped out in the morning with um, the group of um, with the group of um, shirts that are being shipped out tomorrow morning. <laughs> he said the messenger <laughs> is back in the house. Yes. Um, let me see what else did I forget that. I, oh, Sister Margaret Cobb. 
we thank you so much, sister. We've been praying for you and brothers and sisters. Continue praying for Sister Margaret Cobb, also the Wells family. Um, sister Key Israel lost her aunt. Uh, sister Crystal Israel, uh, Crystal Wells um, lost her sister. And we pretty much have probably half of the Wells family that's on here. So <clears throat> our deepest condolences, um, the Bible Truth Hour, on the passing of your aunt, your sister, um, your family member, and your loved one. Um, by the grace of Almighty God, we know that this is not the end. This is just one, one, one stop in that process of everlasting life. And so, brothers and sisters, we hold on to God's word. Revelations 21 to 4, that there will come a time where there will be no more sickness, that there will be no more sorrow, that there will be no more pain, that the former things will have passed away. And so we will looking to be reunited with all of our brothers and sisters in Christ. We know that she loved the word of God. We know that she loved the teachings and that she knew the word and that she knew the truth. And so we are confident that God would look on her favorably <clears throat> when it comes her time to be before the Lord, brothers and sisters. So with that being said, we're going to stand up and face Jerusalem. And we're going to pray this thing out. Continue to share this lesson. Somebody need to hear this. All right. So continue to share this. Continue to invite people on to the live feeds when we do the live feeds. And also we're looking for more members to be a part of Team Truth Hour. If you would be like to be a part of this online Bible-based ministry, then at this time, any Team Truth, Hour, Team Truth Hour members that are out there, put Truth Hour in the comments section. So if you would like to become a part of our Bible-based online ministry and a part of our team, then contact any person that's putting Truth Hour in the comment section right now. Okay, Brother Messenger, we're going to stand up. We're going to face Jerusalem. We're going to pray this thing out. And we want to say thank you, brothers and sisters, for your time. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to we come again to just say thank you, Father God. Thank, thank you, you, Father God, for this word that has went forth, Father God. We pray, Father God, that every ear that heard it, Father God, will let it rest and marinate within their spirits, Father God. We pray, Father God, that they will share this word with somebody that may not know the truth, Father God. We pray, Father God, that as we depart from this place, but not from your presence, mm -hmm. that you would watch over us and, and, and take us, Father God, through the rest of this day, Father God, if it be your will. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you. We lift you up. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Father God, we hope that you are at the people are edified, but most of all that you are glorified with our works. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 All right. Great show. So, yeah. brothers and sisters, man, you, you guys have hung in there with us. Um in the comment section um, for this last um, couple of minutes, few minutes, in the comment section, we would like for you to tell us how you thought tonight's lesson was. All right? So you can start doing that now.